This is Wrench Nation. Car talk, car culture, car tips, car music, all that is car. Wrench Nation Car Talk. Call or text your questions now. Well, all right, welcome back. Wrench Nation Car Talk every Wednesday. If you're hanging with us, uh, we appreciate you. Uh, get cozy. Turn up the radio a little bit. You're in traffic. We know. We, you know, I drove this morning, Susie. You what? had traffic, Frank. We, we have this thing in Phoenix called the deck park. You will sit, not get anywhere tunnel. And I was in that thing, man. I yes, was in that. And I'm hopeful. So uh, welcome back every week, Ranch Nation. If you've got noises in your vehicle, your prize chariot. If you got a check engine light, looks like a Christmas tree. It's barking at you. If you're smelling something funny under the hood, here it is. Your show. Call us, 480-655-8870. We stop the presses. Uh, No matter what show topic uh, that we go through, uh, it means a lot to us to help you guys out. Maybe you got a second opinion. Maybe there's a situation in the family. Uncle says you need this. Aunt says you need that. And the youngest member says you don't need it at all. Ooh. I know some families are like that. That's interesting. Susie, I love you, baby. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Frankie, baby, and I love you, too. Well, we, you know, we try to keep it, keep it uh, tightened. This week, uh, we've had some pretty extraordinary guests, and uh, today, we're getting into road trip tips. Everybody loves a road trip. They do until it breaks down. Oh. Now, with over 4 million miles, that's how many- Is that really the statistic? 4 million. I mean, it's not highway. 4 million- Together as a collective, including dirt roads. That's how many. Some of you may be traveling on dirt roads. Does that include U-turns? Whatever. Well, yeah. Okay. You U-turn a lot? Well, I don't U-turn a lot. But, you know, sometimes when you're talking and enjoying the music, you miss that turn and then you got to make a U-turn. Yeah. Well, that happens. I mean, the ability to, to pack it up. You've been planning this trip. Some of you don't like to fly. I don't blame you. Flying is a big deal. I mean, it's a pomp and circumstance and... Some of you don't want to go through security, and you you want to drive. You got to sightsee. Road trips are sightseeing. Yeah. Um. Is this a bad thing? Uh. Some people give kids Benadryl during the trip. Oh, really? <laughs> Benadryl. Just, that's what a name. I'm not saying I did it, but is that because of allergies or because of sleepy time. Well, I don't know. Some some kids get a little crazy in the car. They don't want to play the simple car games, and uh, some parents want to subdue. Okay. If that's what you call it, subdue. Is that, I don't know. Call us if, if, if you are, do you have a technique of keeping, uh, and we say this with respect, we all got kids. Uh, do you have a technique to keep children at bay during your road trip? Does the Rubik's Cube not work for you and you've come up with a remedy for your children in the back seat? We'd like to know. 480 until then, uh, Susie, I like to check your temperature. You know, the people know we like. Susie and I work in a garage together, the desert car of the Chandler. And uh, we always say it's busy. And when we tell you that every week, knock on wood, it truly is busy. We have a busy garage. Um, what is on the cranial situation? What are you thinking this past week? Any reflections? Do we need special music in the background? For well, you? no, but you know, it's now it's now cooling down. And so in the summertime, we get a lot of my ACs blowing uh, warm and it's not blowing cold. Now we're actually getting my heaters not blowing warm. Yeah. A lot of you listening. We got people, podcast people. We love you. You're all over the country and and of course uh, overseas, quite frankly. 
Many of you think Arizona, oh, it doesn't get cold there. Some of you in the Midwest are laughing at us right now because you were in six foot of snow and it's 70 degrees right now here in Phoenix. But the fact is, in the morning, yeah, we have our chill. Mm -hmm. And uh, what we're finding um, related to check engine light, if the thermostat is stuck open, engine runs too cool. That can be cause of heater concerns. Mm -hmm. And uh, certainly a coolant flush, like you got to keep that coolant clear it can't be gr- it can't look like the sandbox at the at the school all mucky muck in that the rain. would be scary if coolant looked like that frank yeah i mean it, you know so uh car tips you know we like to share with you some of the things happening in the garage it was really odd this week we had two cases uh brake inspection my brake fluid's low oh yeah i top it off doesn't seem like there's a problem mm-hmm. i top every i topped it off and then what happened? Now, if you're listening and, and you think I topped it off is a mechanical solution, maybe not. I'm saying no, it's not. Imagine if life, life was like, I topped it off. Right. My bank account, but I topped it off. Doesn't that, oh, that would be <laughs> nice on a bank account, Frank. But we had two occasions where your brake light may come on. Don't seem to have any symptoms. Brakes seem quiet. And you topped it off. So we had a gal come in and we checked the brakes. Now, I want you to know if you have low anything for fluid except washer fluid, because you're using that, topping it off could be masking a problem. Correct. Definitely. So in this case with brake fluid, as the brake pad starts to thin out, think of your sneakers. You walk your sneakers, the sole is going to start to thin out. The brake pad lining is the same kind of deal. The brake pad starts thinning. Brake fluid will normally drop to compensate. It's a hydraulic system. So when you're topping it off, you're actually masking the fact that your brake pads may need to be replaced. And then you come in two months later, I don't know what happened. The brakes were grinding. (laughs) (laughs) So this is an important tip in general. All fluids under hood should not be topped off except the washer reservoir Uh, That is fact. All right, we we got some news. There's all kinds of news shaking. All right, it's fair to say that teenage drivers, 20-something, particularly you guys out there, carry a sort of reputation for being especially ticket-prone. But quite frankly, that may be an unfair assessment. As really, for years, the assessment was, well, if uh, first-time teenage drivers, especially you testosterone-driven youngsters, you're the ones that are getting tickets. Well, a new survey proves that wrong, people. This is a win. Those age 50 to 64 are actually the most likely, Susie, to be cited for speeding. Say it's not true. It is true. Oh, no. 70% of you 50 to 64-somethings, you're getting more tickets than the youngsters. Leave those youngsters alone. They may have more higher insurance rates. And the fact is, the study put it down. The reason why, folks are time crunched. Parents, you parents, you're in a rush. And, of course, busy professionals. So uh, that's in defense of our youngsters out there. Yes, it is. Uh, that's a falsity, hashtag faker newsery. It's actually the 50 to 64-somethings that are getting the tickets. 
Susie, what's happening in the world of news on your end? Well, this is interesting. Now, you got to hear this one. Frank and Bree, have you ever locked your keys in the car? Yeah. Who hasn't, right? I mean, yeah. yeah. We, you know, it's a bad day right there. Yeah, that's you right. Know, yeah. But have you ever locked your keys in the car with you still in it? Wait, let me hold what? on because I'm not that smart. Can you repeat that yeah. situation? Have you ever locked your keys in your car with you still in it? Like, I'm in it. Okay. I can't get out. You and, can't get out. And the key is still in it. Your keys are in the car with you. Oh, man. Seasoned automotive technicians probably know what to do. What do they, what, well, tell us about that. Well, I'm going to tell you about a guy, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to name his name. All right, wait a minute. This is not, not one of those, on anybody. I got a guy stories. I'm not going to pick on anybody, Frank, but a gentleman decided to take his Cadillac XLR out for a nice little spin around the block. All right. But when he got in, he discovered the battery was dead. Oh, that okay. I can see. So he's got electric doors. Battery disables the electric door. But he can still get out manually. My good man. Only if he knows that there's a manual release. Well, this guy didn't. Oh, So wow. this poor guy. Hold on. Bree is now. You got Bree involved. Okay, Bree. come on, Bree. All right. Board up here. Quick question. So you're saying a manual release. Are you talking about the door handle? Are you talking about the no, thing you lift the No, Well, that's locked. Like the battery went dead. So mm-hmm. you have door lock actuators. They got, they're getting no voltage now. Right. But you're telling me the manual, like... There's a manual release that's right left to your seat down by the uh, the floor panel there. They hide it? They kind of hide it. What's wrong so with... No wonder what, you find wait it. a I mean, minute. I'm just... <laughs> Wait a minute. Mr. Cadillac Engineer, if you're listening, why are you doing this to us? Exactly. Now, check this out. What happens to this poor guy? He didn't know about this manual release, so he was locked in his car for 13 hours. Wow. Screaming, kicking, and eventually what? passed out. No. Yes. Oh, this got pretty It got weird. pretty scary. So, wow. finally, the fire department arrived. They jump-started his battery. He was able to unlock his doors. But here's the moral of the story. If he would have read his manual, he would have known that this manual lock release was there. Who's going to do? I mean. Who reads your manual? Ah, come on. Who's doing these kind of things? I mean, I, I, oh gosh. So, I mean, that's actually the, so yeah, read your owner's manual. Absolutely. I mean, that's like get acquainted. Do you have a little tea at night and read your owner's manual? Exactly. Or watch it. They have YouTube videos. They do. All right, well, we want to stick around. How about I tell you some of these repairs that you may not want to proceed with? Expensive? Takes away from your road trip? Maybe it's best to rent a car. When do you pull the plug on road tripping repairs? We got Greg Buckley with Buckley's Auto Care. Next, road trip tips. Parts Authority Auto Parts Superstores, nationwide locations. You know, one of the problems that I can have working in my garage is parts aren't delivered on time. The quality isn't there. Well, guess what? Who's yelling at me? My clients, and they're likely not to come back. Well, the Parts Authority Auto Parts Superstores, amazing service, knowledgeable counter folks, a complete line of original equipment, parts that our customers deserve. If you're an installer, Get on to partsauthority.com. Check locations nationally near you, partsauthority.com. Welcome back. Frank and Susie here with you. Ranch Nation Car Talk. We're talking road trip tips. And, of course, we like to give the shout-outs. Uh, big shout-outs to, uh, we got many fans of the show. We don't like to call them fans. You guys are familia. familia. Ranch Nation familia. But we got Ricky Woolsope, uh, Megan Thomas, and Rosanna Hollinger. Thank you guys for hanging with us every week. Uh, make sure to un- know this. We we kind of I know you guys may dip in out 
the show, dipping out, in and out, listen, and then have to go podcast, babies, every Sunday. Yeah. We got the podcast. So uh, we got Greg Buckley, Buckley's Auto Care. Let's bring Big Daddy Greg Buckley in. What is happening? Well, hello, everybody. How's everybody going? Amazing. Good. It is a pleasure to have the Buckley crew and clan. Uh, uh, Greg, you're like third generation. Is that right? The second or third generation? I'm second, second yeah. Second generation shop owner here in the uh, lovely city of Wilmington, Delaware, uh, celebrating, uh, well, we're getting close to 53 years now. That's amazing. Wow. That's a class. Congratulations. Right there. Yeah, congratulations. Thank man. you. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. the people the people are getting ready. Um, of course, we just came off the heels of Thanksgiving. Uh, mm-hmm. And we've got, you know, this month pretty much is uh, road trip season. So to do it a little differently, uh, Greg, I would like to role play with you. I'm going to be the consumer. And you are new to me. You are a garage. And Greg, I'm going on a road trip. I live in Phoenix. And I'm headed to San Diego. It's about a 300-mile trip, Susie. And this is not scripted? No. Okay. Okay. All right. right. So, Greg, I'm new to you, and I've set my appointment. I'm dropping my car off, and I say, Greg, my brakes squeak. And I have been told my brakes are okay. Should I be worried about that? Well, certainly you're traveling over 50 miles, which is going to put you in, you know, could put you in areas we aren't familiar with. So, a brake squeak can be a lot of things. It could be it could be as simple as dust on the rotors or you know uh, hardware that isn't working right. But when you're hearing squeaks, you want to get that inspected to make sure that you're not going to have failing brakes on the way to your destination and back from your destination. Yeah, I think the key there is that second opinion. You know, we get a lot of folks. You guys will come into the garage and and it, and it's cool. Like you got an estimate elsewhere, and when, when things seem okay. And someone gives you a large estimate. We've always said that. If I gave you an $80 estimate, all good. I'm your hero. But when you add a zero to that, <laughs> it's right. a problem. So it's a problem. Brake dust. Uh, and I bring up this as, a, as an example because a lot of you driving right now, you have this squeak. It's intermittent. It's, and, and, and we don't like that. Like our car's got to be quiet. And all of a sudden the squeak and you took it in and they said brakes are okay. Remember that brake dust, as Greg said, can be a problem. Uh, the quality of brakes that you maybe you've got a brake repair recently. Some of you do it yourselfers. Uh, you may have gotten a you know a twelve dollar brake pad, and they may stop the car, but boy, they're going to sing like a clarinet. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. They, clarinet. You know, that you know a lot a lot of people and Frank and, and, and Frankie just said it. You know, there's different formulations for brakes for brake pads and brake material. So if you're going to buy an inexpensive set, thinking that you're going to save money then you're going to cause yourself, one, longer stopping distance and ineffective stopping, meaning that, you know, you're going to overheat. Uh, they're not going to dissipate the heat well. The formulation isn't going to hold up yeah. as, as well as the pad. And that's the biggest factor, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's the biggest factor. I mean, don't, don't skimp on brakes, yeah. Right. I mean, Don't skimp on brakes. All right. You know, it's you on the road. Here it is, scenario number two. My name is Sonia Adams. And I have a van that's been parked for seven years in my garage. My van has been covered, and it's pretty clean. The fuzzy dice has a little dust on it, but I'm getting ready to go on a road trip. My tires look really well. My tires are over seven years old. Greg, I don't need tires because my tires look good. 
Well, Sonia, I, I might want to differ. Oh, I got a tint to it. Let me uh Okay, let me go okay. Ahead. <laughs> well, we are role-playing. So, right. well, so just... let me make a suggestion. Why don't you step out here, Sonia, and let me take a look at this. Now, true. Be nice, be nice, Greg. We can, we can tell that you have the tread in there. We can measure. You're over 430 seconds. Let's get that quarter, and let's turn up Washington's head, and let's see what we got. There you go. He's clear and clean, but Sonia, take a little little bit closer look. Notice the fatigue we have on the tires are cracking. All right, sidewalls a little dry, and then check the date out. It's almost like tires got born on dates. So your date of seven years ago really makes these tires not good, unhealthy, and susceptible because they're dry, they're fatigued. So there is there is an expiration. You know, a lot of people listening, Greg, they're they're like, you know, I bought this car, tires look good. But there's a yeah. hidden, there's a stamp on the sidewall, a born-on date like your favorite beer. Tires are right. good for how many years, and then they're risky. What, what's the, what is federal, it, six? Federal, the new federal laws are five years. Anything okay. over five years, that tire should be replaced. All right. So when you say the tires are dry, is that where, where some people will hear dry rot? Yeah. Yeah, the term yeah. dry rot can be there. I mean, that's, that's a severe situation. But if you look at a tire that's aged, then that's probably the more... Uh, preferred word. It's an aged tire. Uh, not like fine wine. It doesn't get better with age. These tires start to fatigue, yeah. and they lose their 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 capabilities of uh, performance and safety. So when you start to see that, when you get that born-on date and you're approaching five years, well, it's time to really consider fresh fresh tires. All so right, well, with a battery every three years. Yeah, so just keep that in mind, guys. You You know, yeah. The, the tires are, if you look at statistics, AAA is, you call in AAA for three reasons. Tire issues, battery issues, and uh, you're locking keys. That's another high-rate call. So yeah. slow it yeah. down. Tires do take a high priority. Uh, all right, we're going to continue the role-playing with uh, Susie Sockets is going. Susie, your name is Ron Deutsch. And I'm you, Ron Deutsch. Well, first of all, let me say, let me ask this. Sonia, did that make sense what Greg said to you? Yeah, I mean, uh, Sonia, it, I mean, you sold me. You mentioned beer. I can relate to that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, scenario number three, Mr. Greg Buckley. So my check engine light has been on for a while. Now, two years ago, I was actually told it might be a gas cap issue. What do I do? <laughs> Well, if it's been on for two years and you've had you've had the, that uh, a gas cap issue, um, Ron is not very may, responsible. Ron, yeah, Ron, <laughs> you are the professional procrastinator. Um, but anytime you ride around with a, a check engine light, a malfunction light, uh, that is not healthy. Uh, whether or not it's affecting uh, the the immediate performance of the car. You're now risking yourself going out and have something really uh, take away or add add an unsafe situation to Yeah, and then if it's trip. two years old, you know. what if you got something new? You right. won't know. You think it's a gas cap, but meanwhile, you've accrued 10 new problems. <laughs> Correct. So yeah, uh, the check right. engine light's important. Uh, you stick around. We're, we're going to dive into some of the oil leaks. <laughs> a lot of you are leaking. You're leaking, and you're worried oh, about yeah. the Roy chip. Stay tuned. We got Greg Buckley and some special guest surprises coming. Segment four. Stay tuned.
This is Wrench Nation. Nothing's wrong. Call or text your questions now. Who's gonna drive you home? 480-655-8870. Welcome back, Wrench Nation. Susie and Frank hanging with you. And remember, you can catch the podcast, the show in its entirety is uploaded uh, on Sunday. And visit our website, wrenchnation.tv. Speaking of website, uh, before we bring Greg Buckley in, every month we really work hard. You guys got to get on over to Wrench Nation Facebook. Uh, thanks to our friends at Parts Authority and Bolt-On Technology we get you some giveaways, and you guys got on. We pumped it all throughout Facebook. And today, right now, uh, we're going to announce the winner of, what are they winning, Susie? Tell yeah, me Frank, this is a really cool thing. It's a GB70 Boost. It's a ultra-safe, safely jumpstart a dead battery in seconds. It is a spark-proof with polarity protection. Yeah, that's it, a commercial right there. Was all that right. beautiful? So just so you know, it's a $200 value. You will be everybody's friend keeping this in your vehicle this thing will jumpstart diesel engines. Yes, so diesel. Uh, let's get a drum roll. We're gonna. Uh, that was like two hundred uh, over th- close to three hundred people that got online, and we got a winner. R. Webster. I'm not gonna give the rest of the email, and of course, we'll follow up on Facebook. Wrench Nation. Uh, R. Webster, you are the winner. The of winner. This. Uh, congratulations to Good you. Good job. This is a big deal, and so you guys know. Um, enter in, uh, we'll have the announcement, uh, December on Facebook, Wrench Nation Facebook. Every Monday at 4 p.m. we do our live on Facebook. You guys can join in. And we are grateful, uh, for friends of the show, Bolt-On Technology and Parts Authority. And we really, well, I'll just tell you, we beat them up. We want some good giveaways. (laughs) Hey, we don't want little stickers. We want the real deal. So congratulations, our Webster. Uh, we'll contact you via email. Uh, we did have a text in from, uh, Tony. A uh, longtime listener out of Long Island. Thank you, Tony, for hanging with us. Tony wanted to know, like, how do you, how do you get out of the car if there's no lever? And we just want to make it clear: uh, a, lots of new technology. The point is, read your owner's manual. And specifically, Tony, this has got a hidden, like it's. I don't know why it's hidden, and and I don't know this firsthand. This is according to the story, but apparently there's a emergency release, a manual release, manual release on the door sill, on the to door. the left of the driver's seat. Right. So perhaps he wasn't aware of that. My point is, lots of new technology. You guys really need to get hip to that. One thing that you do when you buy a new car is you really drill that salesperson. I want to walk around. You spend a lot of time in finance. You spend a lot of time looking for the car you want, and you just want to get out of there. One of the areas to spend time is the walk around. Are we ready to bring Greg Buckley back? Let's bring Mr. Buckley back on. Greg, what is happening? Back on with us. Hey, hey, guys. How are you? Hey, I appreciate you role-playing with me. Yeah, man, it was a lot of fun. We, well, we're not done. Too. We we got some more role <laughs> playing. Well, you know what? Let me let me let me say, Mr. Shop Owner, to Mr. to uh, to Ron and uh, uh, Sonia. Sonia. Yeah, right, Sonia. Right. So I want to. So Shop Owner is gonna is going to uh, just make a, a mention here that we real I really do appreciate both of you calling it or coming in two weeks before you go on that trip. And not making it a last minute. You know, that's a good point. I mean, some of you think that we're preaching all these mechanics, these shop owners, (laughs) these people, they just want our money. But, you know, the fact is you cannot come in Friday afternoon leaving Mm. Saturday, man. You've got to plan and slow it down. It's procedural. Think about doctor visits. Your repair and maintenance, and I, I tell you what, I bring on the hate mail because I know you guys are saying, well, I didn't have to do that, and I was perfectly fine. Well, guess what? It'll just take the one time where you decide 
you're not. You're going to treat that road trip inspection like a drive through cheeseburger experience. <laughs> and guess who you're calling? You will call Greg Bugley Monday morning. Greg, you looked at my vehicle, 3.30 Friday. I got on the road, and it broke down. I, yep. I'm, I'm getting on Yelp. So that, does that mean we can oh, yeah. no longer do spontaneity road trips? Oh, you can do spontaneity road trips as long as you've got your maintenance all up to snuff. That's you a good know, point, though. Susie makes yeah. a good point. I mean, some oh, of yeah, us like, yeah. Yeah, don't be afraid to go, but just make sure that you're in the back of your mind. Hey, look, you know, it used to be where most of us would go out and have the capabilities of checking the air and the tires and checking the oils and checking the basics. We used to do that all the time before we would head out. Now with cars today, most of us don't even know how to open the hood. Yeah, it's just yeah, plastic. It's you open the hood, you're like, oh, the hood's still yeah. somewhat metal, but there is plastic you know, right there. Right, and the fluids are still <laughs> leaking. I got and a plastic the engine. Still <laughs> All right, all right. So, all right, it's good listen. To be prevented. One of the things that are top and center with a lot of folks driving, tuning in, maybe they're hanging out, having a little, little beer, listening to this show on the podcast, is these oil leaks. Like I've had oil leaks. I know about my oil leaks, and I'm getting ready to take a road trip. Greg, like, is that a that's that's like this? Can that be serious for somebody? Uh, can that get out yeah. of hand like that? Oh no, no. Oil oil leaks, oil leaks are are serious. Any kind of fluid leak is really serious. And, uh, you know, there's a difference between a leak and a seep. Seep is something that looks like kind of like a stain. It's very, it's a very mild release. And in some cases, it's actually normal, a uh, normal operation of the engine, such as like a, a small, what, they, what we call like a peephole. You know, in, in the water pump, there's a seep or a peephole. And, and, and it's a little hole. And it's literally, it's I mean, people like are saying peephole. What are you looking at? The guts yeah. of the water yeah, pump? Right, right, right. right. <laughs> I, I got to learn how to say that, but it is. Right. That's it's industry. A, we, a bunch of mechanics. Called, hey, did you see the like peephole on that one? <laughs> right. <laughs> you boys. Or we, say, or we call it a weep hole. Right? You know, yeah. either one. Yeah. But there's. There's a little bit of cord that that will release, and that's normal normal operation. Yeah. But in some cases, you'll see stains around, like valve covers or uh, engine uh, head gaskets, uh, as the vehicles will age. That is something that can be managed and maintained. All right. Now, when you're talking a leak, yeah, that I, can I, get I, away from leak. you. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. All right. You so know, listen, let you, me ask you this, Jake, because because uh, a lot of folks have leaks. And they drive 20 miles a day. The cars, like we had a prism. We had a Geo prism yep. come in the shop. Mm -hmm. It had 200,000 miles on it. It was a rough looking specimen, but the gal was happy with it, and we respect that. And she had uh, some miles, and she needed some repairs, and she was just concerned about safety because she only drove it 25 miles. If she came to us and said, Frank, I'm taking a road trip, is that the time, Greg, maybe for a rental car? Uh, I would advise, yeah. Okay. Yes, I would. A lot yeah, of with that many yeah. miles, and, and she's going to go three, four hundred in in, the, in an environment such as either hot, heavy heat, like uh, you're experiencing out in Phoenix or in the desert areas, or even here in the cold uh, East Coast, snow and stuff like that. Um, it's something that you, I would not want to put you at risk by telling you that car is going to be fine from point A to point B, 300 miles or whatever. Yeah, I think the point is a lot of you may have sort of back and forth. The, the, the vehicle, it's not a fancy hoopty. It just serves you. And perhaps you, maybe you did a short road trip. Maybe, you know, you, you traveled 100 miles and it seemed to be fine. Mm -hmm. If you're getting ready to gauge in some deep activity and you go into the garage and eh, you've got some money, I mean, it's taken away from your road trip, 
the most practical thing you can do is rent a vehicle. A lot of us don't think about that. Yeah. Greg, this show needs a little more time. If you'd like to spread the word and we need more friends of the show, we'd love another hour. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, I'll I'll spread the word, spread the love. Absolutely, guys. Yeah, we appreciate you, uh, Greg. If you're out in Wilmington, Delaware, uh, check out Greg Buckley, second-generation rock star automotive uh, technician, and uh, he'll help you out. Buckley's Auto Care. Thank you, Greg. All right, guys. Take care, man. Thanks, Greg. All right. Thanks, Susie. Bolt-On Technologies, automotive software solutions. Auto repair shops that have Bolt-On Technologies software provide customer vehicle condition reports, including photos and text, real-time digital reports, multi-point inspections, estimates, and repair information at your fingertips. Info at boltontechnology.com. Nation, Car Talk. Call or text your questions now. 480-655-8870. You know, one of the best things, uh, I think I think out of everything we talked about, because a lot of you just hear, like, uh, well, I just heard a bunch of mumbo-jumbo. I got to go see the mechanic. I got to spend money. Just know one thing, and this is serious. You have a vehicle, think about a rental car. We tell folks all the time, get a rental car. Because you may have repairs that could technically wait, but could be exasperated on that road trip, and it falls apart. So uh, we are going to wrap up the road trip tips and really want to segue. You guys hear us say this all the time. Susie, this is community. This is a community show. It is a community show, Frank. I mean, this is why people are hanging with us, because we, you guys can actually get on the show, talk about your community goodness, and we have special guests Uh Ralph G, round of applause. Ralph. Uh, it's great to be here, Frank. Good to see you, man. Now, you're a celebrity at Chandler, Ralph. <laughs> I've been around. I've I been see around. Ralph everywhere. But <laughs> more importantly, Ralph, you've been doing a very special thing every winter. This is our car show season. It is. You're, you've got how many cars are doing your car show? Talk about that. Uh, I've got 70 pre-registered. We've never had 70 pre-registered before. I'm excited. Really yeah. excited. So you're, you're out there, uh, some beautiful works of rolling art. And you're raising money. We are raising money for Lost Our Home Pet Rescue. Take care of all our furry friends. All right. We got a couple of other special guests in the studio. And we love this when people come visit us. (laughs) We just, we have an open door when people come visit us. Welcome to the show. We have, please announce, ladies. First. My name is Sue Austin with Husa East Valley. Nice. And I'm Vanessa Cornwall. I'm with Lost Our Home Pet Rescue. Rock on. Let's get some claps. Uh, You ladies, first off, thanks for hanging with us. Um, you're doing a lot of things for Lost Our Home. Give the folks listening an idea. What is Lost Our Home? Lost Our Home is a no-kill pet shelter located in Tempe, and our mission is to provide compassionate services to pets and people in crisis. So in addition to rescuing and adopting out adorable cats and dogs, we also have programs that are designed to keep pets with the families that love them, like our temporary care program and our pet food bank. Yeah, I mean, we fall into situations in life. You know, Ralph, uh, uh, the economy's good now. People, yes. people, for the most part, are doing well. I mean, we hear stories here and there, but we get, like, I think of Malibu, guys, the fires in Malibu. Oh, my. I can't even imagine. Tragic. Uh, but you may be in a position where you're not in a home and your pets are homeless with you until maybe there's uh, an insurance uh, check to get you 
uh, to point B. Ralph, you've been doing seven years. What's near and dear uh, to your heart about doing this, man? You know, this is two of my biggest passions, cars and, and animals. I love them both. And uh, it was a perfect opportunity to um, combine them and raise some great money for this organization. Uh, last year, I'm going to put a challenge out there. Last year, we wrote them a check for $10,000 oh, from that's this excellent. car show. All right, you're listening right now. I don't care if you're listening from Indiana. At least get on a, a lot of Facebook people. So where can they maybe live stream from this? Where can they find you on Facebook, first off? They can find Custom Cars with K's. Custom Cars for Canines and Cats. We're on Facebook. Um, you can also find me on, uh, uh, you can email me at K-O-K-O-N-U-T-O at Cox.net. And we will take your, uh, your pledges and your donations, and that will go directly to Lost Our Home. Every dollar from this car show goes directly to Lost Our Home. There are no administrative fees. No, no coverage, no nothing. Everything goes directly to. And Lost I like home. that because sometimes you get into these uh, situations where it's uh, it's a lot of fluff. Yes, no of, fluff here. A lot All of people got stuff. paid, but uh, and I gotta say, I don't want to sound like a broken record, Susie. We had the pity row rescue thing at our at our garage, right? Which it, we thought was very successful, but we didn't uh, raise ten thousand. Damn, you putting pressure on us. <laughs> that's yes. right. But we got four dogs adopted. We oh, did. that's that's huge. That's I mean, huge. two of those dogs, people, were going to the kill thing since Monday. On Monday. Oh. I was sweating bullets, honestly. Yeah, um, that's huge. So, Lost Her Home, is this just here in Arizona? Is this national? Ladies, please, let us know. Uh, is it just local here? Yes, we are a local organization. So, okay. we serve Maricopa County and, and the Valley. Okay. Uh, folks listening now may not be able to get to the car show, uh, which is down uh, in Ocotillo. Of course, the car show uh, fundraiser benefit, lots of wonderful cars to check out. Really good family affair from nine to one downtown Acatillo. If they can't make it, which I'm telling you, you should make it. It's a good Saturday. People get out there. Um, how can they help? Is there a place that they can go? Folks listening now may want to throw in uh, items or uh, they want to contribute. Where can they go? So we're always collecting items for our pet food bank, and those can be dropped off at our shelter. We're at 2323 South Hardy Drive in Tempe. And you can visit our website at lostourhome.org, and you can see a list of items that we always need, and you can also donate online there. All right. So for you Wrench Nation maniacs, I'll have that on Facebook because it's a lot. You know, you heard Car Show. You heard Raising Money, Saving Dogs, Families. We'll regroup. We'll have that on Facebook. Ralph, you've been in the Valley uh, for quite some time, uh, East Valley. Where are you from originally? I'm from Queens, New York, Richmond Hill, Queens. What made you leave other than the snow? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> you know, I came here when I was only 13. My father, uh, my father hated New York City. He hated Mayor John Lindsay because that guy was the epitome of corruption at the time, and I heard his name every night at the dinner table. And my brother graduated high school June the 30th, 1971, July 1st. We were in the car, a six-cylinder Chevy Malibu, no air conditioning, July the 1st, driving cross-country. We got here July 7th. It was 106 degrees. I'm like, wow, this is um, cool. Well, Did you get let a me, road trip inspection yeah, before you left? Yeah, what, uh, was that? what happened? <laughs> well, that was, well, that was back during the Ralph Nader days. As long as the seatbelts were. You were <laughs> right. <laughs> there were no seatbelts in that car. That car had no seatbelts. There are no seatbelts, <laughs> right. Um, and so you are a collector, and we have a lot of collectors uh, yes. that come on. Designers, we've had builders, we've had, uh, gosh, we had uh, Brother JD from Wrench Wars, you know, the backyard builds. Oh, yeah, Yeah, yes, really yes. good stuff. What's the passion for you? I mean, you, you obviously from dad, and you're yes. intimate with that, but- you get days where you just say, you know what, I'm done with this, and I, I'm, I'm not going to... Never. Yeah. All right. Never. It's in my blood. And every day that I can get in the garage and work on a car, I'm, I'm ecstatic. Yeah. Um, I just added another car to the, 
to the garage, a 64 Nova SS. This guy doesn't stop, man. Yeah, yeah I wonder how the Studebaker's doing. The Studebaker's still in the shop getting a little paint work done. Hope to have that be my Christmas present. Hope to have that done. All right, Christmas. so here we go. I asked the question for a reason. Yes. Uh, car people, we are maniacs. Yes. Animal pet people, we are maniacs. Absolutely. Ladies, you're doing this. There's a lot of other things that you can do. Can you share a story, um, a triumphant type story where... God, I don't know if we can help this situation. Could you share a story that really touched you and just said, you know what, I'm going to continue making the way here and continue with this? So in our temporary care program, we, we help a lot of families. And we had someone who came in recently, and she was suffering from medical issues for a long time and as a result had lost her job and then as a result had lost her home. And what she was living in her car with her two dogs. Oh, man. Oh, my. And she came to us, and we were able to take her two dogs and help her while she got back on her feet and was able to get a job and save up the money to get a new place to live. And they were just reunited this week. Oh, that is so great. cool. I mean, because you, you almost like you get to this level of, like I do, I go back to the Malibu Fires I mean, if you own horses and you own animals and you have your wonderful dogs and pets, like you're not thinking about yourself. I mean, a lot of people got hurt trying to save their pets mm -hmm. in that fire. And some folks don't know about the outreach programs that are available and, you know, they end up suffering that much more. How long has uh, your organization have been around? We are celebrating our 10th anniversary this yeah, year. Yeah, that's a plus right there. How many people make this happen? I mean, uh, in a, uh, you got 10, 20. I mean, how many people are? We have a staff of about 15. All right. And how many volunteers? We have more than 400 active volunteers, and we would not be able to do what we do if it were not for them. Well, They're rock amazing. on. You know, volunteers, you know, that's one thing. Uh, I'll just share a personal story. I got a knucklehead brother, and he's probably listening. He's going to get upset with me. But he seems to be doom and gloom. And I always tell him, if you feel doom and gloom, forget what you got, gloom-wise. Go help somebody and turn it around. Is there some truth? I don't want to, this is not a preaching show. But Ralph, have you seen these situations? You can't help but feel better about yourself. No matter you where you're help at. help someone, yes. A lot of people listening thinking, well, I don't have the time or I, I don't have the money. But you have heart. Yes, it takes no money. It takes no money. It just takes a little bit of time and a little bit of heart. All right. Speaking of money, we're going to get into money right now. Okay. What kind of what kind of cars you got coming out there at that car show? You got oh. some high dollar pieces? We got some serious stuff. You know, we have everything from rat rods to uh, high-end show winners. We've got a, an orange 48 Chevy with French headlights that's just amazing. I'm there. I saw that car. Yes. You just said orange. <laughs> orange, Chevy. Uh, Mary yes. Barra, are you listening? You just cut out all those jobs. Bring back the orange Chevy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you will have you're going to bring the Nova I'll bring the new the new Nova uh, all right. Studebaker's still in the shop so yes the new Nova will be out there uh, give a mention to some of the great uh, organizations that are helping out with this oh my we have some uh, fantastic sponsors uh, we have uh, Fish Window Cleaning um, they are a huge sponsor this year alright we got a few minutes give us the rundown we want to give them shout outs alright Element Plumbing AZRC Realty that's me uh, Crawford Heating and Air Conditioning Gila River Hotels and Casinos, Floor and Decor in Tempe, Downtown Nakatiu, of course, they're donating the parking lot to us, um, Desert Car Care Center, they're helping us a little. Who are those people? <laughs> Who is that? 
we also have, of course, the great folks at uh, Husa Foods, um, the UPS store, and Gear Up Promotions. All right, rock on. I mean, yes. it is it is very special when we can uh, oh, get the support. Go ahead. I have I mean, to mention you- one big one, the biggest one. Ray Ray Rodriguez at 110 Entertainment. Yeah, He's our DJ Ray out there. All right, ladies, you're going to be out there this weekend. What would you say to someone right now that wants to volunteer? How can they get a hold of you guys? They can go on our website, lostourhome.org, and fill out a volunteer application, and they will get a contact from our volunteer manager, and they'll get set up to start helping us out. You guys are doing amazing things. You're inspiring a lot of people, and that's the that's one of the goals of the show, right? It's a car show, but we want to inspire, so thank you so much. Listen, get down to Custom Cars for Canines and Cats, December 1st. That's this Saturday. Ranch Nation is going to be out there uh, 9 to 1. Downtown Acatillo, that's the 2500 block, West Green Creek. We'll have it on the Ranch Nation Facebook. Man, I got to tell you, the show moves in grooves. We appreciate you guys hanging. We got a special guest. We figured, why not? What the hey? It's holiday season. Why not travel to Cuba? Oh. Cuban car culture with Tom Carter next week. You guys want to tune into that show? As I say every week, man, be safe, hug each other, and never forget to hug a mechanic.